Okay, hello everybody and welcome to Investing with IBD for January 15th, 2020. I'm your host, Arusha Pierce, and with me today in the studio is Justin Nielsen, Director of Research at IBD. Thanks for being here, Justin. Hey, thanks for having me again, Arusha. Now, unfortunately, we were going to have Jeffrey Hirsch uh, of Stock Traders Almanac on the podcast, but uh, he, he's a little under the weather, so he wasn't able to make it. So we'll definitely try to reschedule him. And so Justin was kind enough to uh, step in at the last second here. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately for Justin, I guess. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I, I got the daycare situated and, you know, and, the, and then, you know. I had this appointment come up on my phone saying dentist appointment. I'm like, I don't remember a dentist appointment today. I just had one. So luckily I called and yeah, there wasn't anything. So. Okay. <laughs> on today's podcast, we are going to talk about the current market, long-term leaders, and we will end the episode with three current stocks. So Justin, let's get into the current market. And we are in an uptrend, a confirmed uptrend. We've been in an uptrend a for a while. Strong uptrend. A strong uptrend. Yes. I mean, look at this thing. I mean, if you look at it, it's it's holding the ten day line. I mean, it's it's uh, like. And what index are you looking? Yeah. At? So just I mean the Nasdaq yeah. composite. Um, you know, it, it just feels like this is something that. And and you know what? This is actually kind of something we expected. I I hope I hope you didn't have any like thing that you were like going to no, try and I, I, you know and and uh, like set this up. I'm just going to go right no, in. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is the magic of you. It's too exciting. It's too <laughs> exciting. I mean, because what we were looking at for so long was you know we were getting these flat periods, and yes. for as much as 2019 was was great. Um, it really was only kind of getting back to the levels that we got to in 2018. Yes. Really. I mean, yep. there was almost like a 22 months uh, of, you know, flat action, you know, if you consider from high to high. And yep. so those flat those flat periods, um, you know, you can still make money in them. You know, don't get me wrong. But where you really make the money, where it just is so much easier is when you come out of those flat periods. And that's what we really saw in Q4 of 2019. Exactly. And um, so I, I feel like really since October, this has been a, a great run. We've had some little, you know, pauses, but even those pauses have been great for the market. And we might be seeing a little bit of that right now. We had a distribution day yesterday on the mm -hmm. NASDAQ. But we only, we only have two distribution days right. on both the NASDAQ and S&P 500. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, again, you can't ask for anything better than that. Um, and the distribution day yesterday, 0.24%. Wow, you know, so, so just, just barely. barely the, you know? the minimum is uh, 0 0.2, right? And, and the volume was only like 1% higher than wow. the previous day. So again, yeah. it's like, ah, it just squeaked by. Right. Um, today, it, it kind of had a, like a, you know, some of the characteristics of stalling, but you know, with such a small spread, and, and yesterday was a very small spread too. Uh, and when I, when I say spread, I mean from the high to the low, uh, you know, very generally tight, you know, trading there. Yeah. Um, and so this just seems like a market that doesn't want to give up gains. And it seemed like that for a while. Yeah. And, and this is uh, really the last two, three months, it's been climbing that wall of worry. Yeah. Right. There's pl plenty of things to worry about if you're watching Absolutely. the news. Yeah. And this market finally, once it got going, just slowly crawling higher, slowly crawling away from everyone. And mm -hmm. now everyone's, everyone's been waiting for a pullback that never comes. Yeah. And I mean, some of this news is, I mean, it's, in any other environment would have just tanked stuff. I mean, yeah. you know, between the China trade, now, you know, that's kind of 
you know, settled down for a while. But I mean, you had the Iran, you know, yeah. stuff going on. Yeah. All that uncertainty. Yeah. I, it, well, that, that took like half a day right. for the yeah. markets I, to recover. Yeah, from. exactly. I mean, well, almost like not even half a day. I yeah. mean, it was like it, <laughs> a it, couple it, hours. <laughs> right, a couple hours. I mean, it, I feel like uh, by the end of IBD Live, we were like, hey, this is not looking so bad. Yeah, right it, now. it was kind of. And, and we were saying that at the yeah. time, you know, and that, that's one of the things is, um, you know, be very careful of acting too quickly. On news, so when when that Iran stuff was happening, and you know even even when the the missiles you know were were kind of you know going to to Baghdad um, and and some of those airfields, you know we were kind of saying, hey, you know what, you know this is you know bad action to open, you know, but you know let's take a look and see what happens. Uh, and it was almost immediately you know that stocks were starting to find support very yeah. quickly. Now, luckily for that, that was the, for for us for investors. It, that was during the nighttime for us. Yeah, because the right. futures. Oh well, yeah, the futures. actually we were we were still at work when when the, the futures right. plummeted. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, here it comes. And and we all kind that, of been, what, I mean, what the futures got down to what like one point eight percent? You know, two percent maybe. I I feel like it wasn't even. Yeah, but that, the way they plummeted, like, uh oh. Oh yeah, yeah that was yeah. immediate. You know? Right. Uh, yeah, sure. But, but then uh, by the by the next morning before the market mm-hmm. opened, they had come back like probably. Ninety uh, percent of the way. Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, so yeah. So that that was giving an idea. But you know, one of the key concepts, the way you know you're in a good market is how the market reacts to the news. And well, I mean, it's for Just either good or bad markets. Shrugs it yeah. off. You know. So you get bad news, and if the market can can kind of shake that off mm-hmm. and recover, and a lot of times good markets still gap down mm-hmm. at the open, recover by the right. end of the day. If you're in a bad market, they gap up. And then they sell off by the end of the day, yeah. right? And and they'll take any uh, kind of bad news, even good news sometimes, and sell off. Right. So that that's one way you can tell whether you're in a good market or not. And and as Justin said, it's been shaking off a lot of bad news. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For the last few months. And that point that you made, um, you know, about how kind of bullish markets act—that you know they might start weak but close strong. I mean, that's something that Mike Webster has been talking a yes. lot about on IBD Live. Yes. Um, you know, I mean, we've all been talking about it, but it's just. Uh, We've been seeing a lot of that repeat over and over. So uh, the the market is kind of doing exactly what we'd like it to do in an ideal scenario. Um, ideally, we could pause here a little bit, just let some of those moving averages catch up. Um, you know, and you know, even even if we don't, we still have a lot of setups out there. Yeah. So a lot of stuff is extended on on the stock side, but there are still setups out there that you know seem like they're working. Yeah, and uh, well, what's kind of interesting is it's really been like the last six eight weeks. Yeah. Where a lot of our kind of stocks have right. really come on. A lot of the software stocks yeah. have started to they started to build the right hand side of the basis, and now they've broken out over the last few yeah. weeks. And and that's also another sign of uh, that you're in a good market. More participation from all different types of industry yeah. groups. When you start running your screens, and it's like, oh, look at all of the stuff that yes. looks actionable or yeah. could be actionable at any moment. And you know. Granted, software was so strong in 2019 at the start, and then it looked like it was done, mm-hmm. but then it it came right back. I mean, a lot of these same names, these same leading stocks, um, just bounced right back, and th- it really kind of showed you who the who the leaders were. You right. know, the ones with the strongest relative strength lines were the ones that were the ones to be in. Yeah. So let, let's talk about IBD Live a little bit, and then we can keep uh, this conversation going too. Uh, we started. When did we start IBD Live? Like a couple months ago now. We, we, that's when he launched it. Was that yeah, that, that sounds right. I mean, yeah. we were we were doing a lot of testing, you know, before we, you know, we had our beta, you know, so it was like a very limited amount. Right. But um, 
yeah, now now we've been live. IBD Live has been live, you know, and out there uh, for a while, and uh, it seems like it's uh, you know we're getting a great reception. Yeah, yeah, the feedback has been really good, and and so we 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 start the show, and you can have a rotation. Well, Justin's one of the kind of the regulars on, mm-hmm. on the show, but the the show goes from nine twenty a.m. Eastern, right. To ten thirty a.m. Eastern, so like an ten thirty is. It's true. We were, we were ending right on the dot at ten thirty. Now it's kind of going to ten forty. Yeah. I, I gave I gave Chris the ten thirty warning today, yeah. and ten minutes later we were still on. So. Yeah. Well, that's what I was telling the guys at Marcus because we have it. Uh, we have it uh, broadcasting on the TV there, mm-hmm. and I said. You know, give it another year or so, and this is going to be an eight-hour show. But I, what I, I'm usually on like once a week, but I have I have become addicted to the show, and this yeah. is just you know pure honesty. I every morning now I have to log on just mm-hmm. to hear. I, I found I it's become part of my routine. Yeah. And and it, it I found it very helpful. It, it helps me stay on top of the market even more. Right. And you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, in the content department, we have the benefit of being able to check each other. You yes. know, we we will throw an idea out there and you know, we can kind of debate it and toss it around, oh, but I like this and you know, did you consider this? And there's something that's especially because of how much experience is down there. I yes. mean, I have twenty two years experience at this point and I'm still on the lower end. I mean, yeah, I, I, you might be the lowest, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, right, we got Rachel. You know, I mean, okay, Ra- Rachel's yes, helping yes. me out. Okay. You know, so, so. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yes, but, yeah. Um, you know, and. Uh, but out of kind of the regulars. But you, yeah, out of, the, out of the regulars, yeah. I'm, you know, I, I'm I'm the newbie at 22 <laughs> years. Like, you know, how, how is that? You just know? a young so, one. That, that's just one of the things. And not only that, but, you know, you had people that were working directly with Bill. Of course, I was his assistant for 15 years. Yep. Chris was working directly with him when he was writing the big picture, coming up with product ideas. Mike, you know, sat in his office and, you know, spoke with him every Sunday for right. years and years. Mike years. Webster. Mike right. Webster, yeah. right. So, um, you know, and then, of, of course, David and, you know, I mean, he's been around forever. Ken's been around forever. Yeah. Um, you know, you just have a lot of experience and we kind of check each other like oh you know and that's what we've been doing for for years and years in content now we're just doing it live right you know, you're really kind of seeing what we do on a daily basis and, and we're just kind of doing it so everyone can see yeah it, it's interesting because it, it kind of opened my eyes too because i had no idea this you guys would have that kind of environment mm-hmm. i mean it's completely different now for you want to be you know you i, I kind of want to go and sit with you guys now yeah, yeah. <laughs> mike webster moved down and he's like this is kind of cool it is kind of <laughs> cool yeah uh but because uh, even for us and marks with that that was called the, uh, the assumption that we were always talking stock but we're the opposite we never talk with each other yeah. about stocks because and, and it's very people, kind of pure yeah, and exactly. personal right? a lot of people kind of feel like oh you know what i'm going to keep it to myself and you know i don't want other people to get in my head but sometimes there's a benefit to kind yeah. of sharing and you know helping each other and and stuff like that. that that that's the way a lot of traders are it's kind of a lonely a lonely thing and so and that's what we've kind of been hearing right. for, for mm-hmm. from a lot of people mm-hmm. about the master's program that that we met and then when, when we've gone around uh a lot of people have said that and mm-hmm. said you know it, it's good it, it is being trading is it's kind of a solitary uh, kind kind of event. It's it's hard to find other friends to do this. I can never find any other friends. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, that's that's this. your personality. Well, yeah, that's true too. <laughs> right? but, uh, but uh, yeah, here. So it, it, it I've I've personally found it helpful just sitting and listening. It, I I've have caught some stocks that I would have never yeah. caught. Mm-hmm. Uh, because because of the show absolutely uh and uh so it just I, gives I'm, you I'm more brain power kind of yeah you know, more yeah. people looking more right. people looking at different things yeah um it just helps you not miss stuff 
Yeah, yeah. So for those of you, you know, check it out if you haven't. It, it, I think it's 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 a lot better than I thought. It's coming out a lot better than I thought. It was at first like I, I, I don't know about this an hour hour long, you know. But and it goes by so quick. Yes, it's amazing. It, it really is kind of yeah. funny, but but I, I've enjoyed being on it. And I and definitely have fun enjoy. Too. I mean, it's it's a fun it's a fun group of people. Yeah. yeah. So the market continues to act well, and leading stocks continue to move higher. Now we have just started earnings season. Okay. Yeah. So you want to make sure you know when your stocks are reporting. Absolutely. So let's take a quick break. But when we return, we're going to talk about a new project that Justin has been working on. Yes. We're calling it Long-Term Leaders, so Justin will give us a little bit more insight on that. Working name. So. <laughs> Working name, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stay tuned. Pick winning stocks with MarketSmith. Growth 250 shows you ideas with big potential. View charts packed with key data. Use pattern recognition to see action zones. MarketSmith by Investors Business Daily. Try three weeks for $19.95. Justin Nielsen is our guest on Investing with IBD. Okay, Justin, let's talk about this new concept that you've been working on. I just found out about it a few hours ago. Right, exactly. Which was kind of like... <laughs> yeah. yeah, you asked me to show up and I'm like, hey, you know what? I got an idea of what we can talk about. Uh, <laughs> it's called... Uh, well, the the working name right now is, is called Long-Term Leaders. Mm -hmm. And it, it's, a, it's a project that... It's a concept and an idea that I'm definitely excited about because I've always felt that searching for these type of stocks is something that... Uh, we need to do, and, and it's it's something that we haven't haven't done well enough. Yeah, and understand that there's a lot of different ways to attack the market. You know, you can be uh, a lot more active. I mean, of course, on the one end you have the day traders, and yeah. then on the other end you have the people that are saying, you know what, I want to buy stocks that I can just hold and forget. Um, you know, we're we're not on either camp, right? Yeah. We're we're definitely somewhere in the middle. But even within that, we kind of vary considerably. I mean, there's a lot of people. You know, think of our style of investing as, you know, you know, short term and, you know, stuff like that. But, right. you know, a lot of people forget that, hey, Bill O'Neill had stocks that he held for years, um, right. you know, pick and save seven and a half years uh, price club. Uh, what was that? Three and a half years, something like that. So um, there's nothing wrong with, you know, when you get one of these winners, you know, holding onto it for a, a long time, as long as it continues acting right. Right. Um, and so that's what the, the long term leaders is more geared towards. And, you know, a lot of the research we were doing last year in terms of how do we get better with some of our products, you know, like we have the leaderboard product that we're kind of coming up with ideas. And, you know, one of the things that we could have just done so much better is if we had just held some of these, you know, while they were above the 10 week line, yes. you know, wait, yes. wait until they, you know, breach it significantly. Um, and if we had just done that, you know, we would have had a much better gain on some stocks like Shopify. And it only takes like one of these to really kind of change your year. Yep, and exactly. so um, that's kind of the concept behind the long-term leaders is here we're going to go for some of these slower names. You know, it's not necessary to have your portfolio just filled with the high-octane IPOs. Um, but if we can identify some of these characteristics of the long-term leaders, what they look like, um, and what are the different rules that you do for buying them mm -hmm. and for selling them. Yep. You know, because holding them is where you really get the big gains. So let's go over some of these characteristics uh, that that you're looking for in a, a long-term leader. Uh, and, and so, so what what are some of the basic ones? Well, one of the big ones, uh, you know, fundamentals fundamentals are very important to us, and a lot of people forget because we spend so much time on charts. A lot of times, they don't realize that. Um, I mean, a lot of us are looking at the earnings kind of almost first because right. we screen off of that, and we don't even look at charts unless 
the stocks have earnings. Right, now, because we're going to narrow down a lot of times the stocks from the 5,000 plus that we have in our database yeah. down to a few hundred. Yeah, exactly. So we already eliminated 90% of them, 95%. Right. To get because that of cream of the crop, right? Yeah. Right. Um, now, you know, at times you're going to have to have some or statements in yes. there. You know, yes. sometimes you know, oh, this IPO it doesn't have earnings growth right now, but the sales growth is triple digit. Yeah. So, um, that, so that's I, kind of I, a different I, I, animal. Yeah, I, I look at either it's either fundamentals have great fundamentals, or the the or is if they have this really great story. Yeah. Right. right. And so then I can get a little bit looser on, mm -hmm. on the fundamentals. Yeah. Now with the long term leaders, sometimes you know and. In, in, in your traditional can slim, you know, the criteria that we use was 25% earnings growth uh, for the quarterly, last mm -hmm. couple quarters, and also for the annual growth, you know, looking at a three-year or five-year annual growth rate of 25%, which, again, is phenomenal. Yep. You know, if you can – just imagine if you grew your salary 25% a year for three years. I mean, doubling your salary in, a, in three years? Yeah, sign me up. I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but – you know, with some of these long-term leaders, what's what's more important is the stability of the earnings. You know, chips, for example, they don't have stable earnings. You get a very choppy uh, earnings growth record. Mm -hmm. You know, because there's the the investment that businesses will do. You know, or there's you know different cycles um, in terms of the chips. So it it can be very very choppy in terms of its earnings growth. Um, but what we're looking at is those those stocks that have great earning stability. And there's a stability factor that we have in MarketSmith mm -hmm. that people can look at, and it's a, a rating from 1 to 99. But in this case, unlike the EPS rating and the relative strength rating and the composite rating where 99 is the best, in this case, 1 is the most stable. Right. You know, so, so the lower, the better. The lower, and, the better. Because it means- You want it lower. Yeah, for, for the most part, you generally want them lower than 20, but I mm -hmm. think you, when you're looking for these kind of stocks, these long-term leader type of stocks, you're looking even lower than yeah, that, you, right? You get a lot of single digits. Yeah. yeah. You get a lot of single digits. So um, so that's one component. Um, there's a few things that uh, are kind of also these, uh, these, these things that Bill used to use as um, kind of extras, you know, like cash flow mm -hmm. uh, per share versus EPS. You know, so um, this is something that we don't generally oh, talk about. Um, but in the original version of the IBD 50 that Charles Harris and I were working on, yeah. um, this was one of the components in there. You know, and, the, and so cash flow versus EPS, yeah. what, were, what was so, the so, type so of you, criteria you were looking yeah, at? Yeah, so you there? want, you definitely want larger. You know, you want that number to be larger for the cash flow per share versus the earnings per share. And and it just kind of, again, shows the strength of the company, the higher ROE. Now, mm -hmm. whenever you're looking at a big ROE number, you have to look at the debt, too, to make yes. sure it's not coming from that. But, you know, that's another factor. And, you know, the other part here, too, is if you just look at a monthly chart, a lot of times these long-term leaders with the earning stability over a long period of time, you'll just see how – on the monthly chart, it looks so easy. Yes. You know, they just keep on going <laughs> and going. Do. And, you know, because of that, sometimes your your buying might actually be a little bit different mm -hmm. because for a lot of these, uh, and, and this is something we've been talking about on the IBD Live, you know, Chris Gessel mentions the stair stepper, you know. Yes. And they, these can be frustrating because what happens a lot of times with these stair steppers is they go up. You know, and then they go flat, just like just like a stair yeah, does. And, and they, they 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 bore you out. Yeah, right? exactly. It's it's just one of those things where you're like, this isn't going anywhere. Yeah. And I see everything else, and it's it's like the same thing when you know. I mean, you and I both have to drive the 405. Right. Me a lot longer than you do. Yeah. Um, and you know, if you change lanes on the freeway, and it's like, oh, I, I got to change lanes because this this lane is not going anywhere. And then all of a sudden, you change lanes, and oh, oh, they're going. There, right. there it yeah. goes. Okay. Um, so. 
you know, these these stair steppers can be a little bit difficult in that regard because, yeah, they bore you. You know, it's like it's not going anywhere. I'm, I got to move into something else that's, you know, moving faster. Right. But this is where the long-term leaders, you're going to handle differently. And where we found the 10-week moving average line so important for our leaderboard product, for a long-term leader, you know what? It might be the 40-week line. That's that's more important. And sometimes the breakouts, because these are stair steppers, sometimes the breakouts are not the best part to, you know, the best point to look at them, mm-hmm. but more those reversals from those moving average right. lines. Because they may not, they may, there there are a lot of them aren't going to be necessarily good breakout stocks. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll break out and then it goes pull back. Right. Exactly. And, and, and the pullback, this is the most frustrating part of them. You're sitting in this pullback, and you're like, it's not doing anything wrong. Right. It's just not going yes, anywhere. Exactly. And um, but there again, if you take a step back and you look at the weekly chart, you know, and, and unfortunately, this is a lot of times what I've done after the fact. I look at some of the stocks that I owned, and I'm like, okay, I own this. How did I miss? Right. You know that this just it, kept on pretty, going yeah. up week after week after week. You know, it had a little break here. You know, maybe you know, and and. It was just because it was slow, yep. you know, that it just, you know, you look at the daily and it's, it seems like it didn't go anywhere. But you look at the weekly or the monthly and it's like, holy cow, this is a phenomenal mover. Right. So let's go over uh, some examples and, and then we'll we'll go in more detail in some uh, in the three stocks at the end. OK. But do you have some other do you have some examples? Well, on you the, know what? The um, maybe maybe one of the poster children, you know, that, that we've kind of been using as a model. If um, people look at a, a monthly chart of Fiserv. Um, so so, so F- FISB. Yeah, FISB. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and again. And so know, you want to look at this on, well, on well, a let's monthly go ahead chart. Well, yep. let's, let's start on a daily. Okay. We'll okay. start on the daily um, just to kind of get that different perspective. Yep. You know, and, and so, again, there's a lot of this that has the stair stepper, you know, kind of mentality. And you'll notice that a lot of times, where does that step come? Earnings. You know, yes. so you get the earnings yep. that goes. Yep. It, it has a nice move. And then it just kind of goes flat for a little right. while. So and for instance, uh, back in July of 2019, uh, it, it reported a, a big earnings right there. Mm-hmm. Had, had a, well, not, 9%. 9%. 9%. So again, it's like, company, oh, right. it's not 25%. Right. But what is important here is, you know, again, if you have MarketSmith and you're using that stability factor, the stability factor is three. You know, so that means yep. that these earnings are very stable. If you plotted it on a line, you would just see this line that steadily increased for the earnings. And, and but on that earnings report in July of 2019, after it, it gapped up on that day and closed at 102, mm-hmm. it, so a six percent move that day. Six percent move that day. By the end of the quarter on November 6th of 2019, right before its next earnings report. It closed at 104.91. Yeah. So it went up to a high of 109, came mm-hmm. back and just built another range mm-hmm. and set itself up again for the next earnings report and then jumped. And this is where people could say, oh, wow, this is, yeah, there's no way I'm sitting in something, right. you know, right. dead money for a quarter. Yep. But now if you switch to the weekly, okay, you see how this has, has really just kind of followed that 10-week line very nicely, you know, and if you look at what it did in 2019, you know, it went from basically 70 at the end of 2018 to ending at what one 118 right now so yeah. far. Yeah. You know, and and that's kind of where it was at the end of the year. Yeah. You know, so it's a r- r- really slow mover, but yeah. 
but that's it's one step at a time. That's not bad. One step time. at a yeah. yeah, one step at a time. And before you know it, guess what? You you just you just did some good elevation, there, right? You know, and so you know this again. It held the ten week line very well, and um, even more importantly, the forty week line. You can see how the forty week line really contained this move entirely. Yep. And so sometimes that's where with these long term leaders we'll go ahead and switch. But to, but then the the but then switching back to the monthly. Yeah, now you that's what puts into perspective, and really that that's and, and we started seeing this also on IBD Live with Chris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bringing it up all the time. Yeah. Uh, it, it uh, that's where it started to, it, I, I guess it started to give uh, the, the create the desire that hey, we should look into this more. Yeah. Because there are there are there, there's a set of stocks mm-hmm. that we that come on our radar, but we pass on them or right. we get out of them so quickly that are doing they're, they're just growing at a different pace it's a little bit slower pace and they're just slower they but continue steady. to go under the radar yeah right yeah. and and then a decade goes by they they're up massive amounts and right. they haven't done too much to really uh shake you out yeah you know uh, out of or break a long long-term uptrend exactly exactly and so that's that's what we're that's what this list is going to be kind of built of yeah and what we're going to be doing. And again, we're still kind of working out exactly what this is going to be, but this is something that's going to be available to our subscribers, you know, kind of like the IBD 50. It's something where they'll be able to kind of look at um, a number of stocks that kind of fit some of the criteria. And then we're going to call that list to a smaller, okay, here's here's what's on, you know, or kind of in the portfolio right now. And, so, and the model is FISERV, right? Yeah. Because we and and actually, yeah. you know, um, TDG is another great oh, model. Oh, TDG. Too. Let's just pull up TDG. Yeah, just if you um, want to look at the monthly chart on yeah. that real quick. Uh, yeah, um, Transdime, which is, yeah. yeah so Transdime <laughs> Group, and, and they're doing great on every, any any time frame right now. Yeah. But it, it was shocking to me Yeah. when, when I pulled up Transdime. Because Transdime has been consistently coming up on the radar and up at screens, mm-hmm. and I tried a number of times over the last ten years. And uh, and you know, a lot of times we talk about like in the 1990s, we talk about the move in Cisco. Yeah. You know, from its from its IPO base in 1991 or 1990 uh, to its top in 2000, right? and it was yep. like oh, such a phenomenal move. But in order to hold through, you know, in order to hold Cisco, you had to sit through some massive massive drawdowns, yeah. you know, and, you know, just, you know, 40% bases, you know, left and right. And these long-term leaders with the with the greater stability, they tend to not have as much of that. Because again, the idea behind these is the slow and steady. So keep an eye out for this long-term leader project that we're working on. Yeah. So a couple couple weeks expect to start seeing, you know, uh, a, a page. Yeah, you guys are created. moving pretty cool. Yeah, you guys mm-hmm. definitely are moving pretty right. quick. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, so, so we're we're gonna be specking it out tomorrow. I mean, we we chose the we chose the names um, at the end of the year so that we have kind of in in beta our our portfolio. Okay. And and actually the the portfolio has been performing pretty well. Um, so again, we chose these at the end of the year. So we took the the closing price of 1231 2019 and as of today the the portfolio ended uh, up 5.5%. Um, that's versus uh, SPY at about 2%. So more than doubling, you know, uh, S- the S&P 500. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So coming up next, we are going to discuss a number of stocks that are worth considering for your watch list. And these are also some potential long-term leader stocks. Absolutely. We'll be back. 
If you are listening to this podcast, you probably know how hot the stock market is right now. The indexes are breaking all-time records, and CanSlim-style growth stocks are a big part of the reason why. If you want to learn how to boost your profits with IBD's stock list and ETFs, check out our free webinar on Wednesday, January 22nd. You'll get current market analysis, tips for finding top-rated growth stocks, and buy and sell rules that generate consistent profits. Go to Investors.com webinar to register for free. We are back with Justin Nielsen on Investing with IBD. Okay, Justin, let's talk about some current stocks, and these stocks are part of that. They're coming off of that long-term leaders project that you've been working on, right? Right, yeah. And so the first one is United Healthcare, ticker symbol UNH. So this one was actually in our long-term leaders universe, you know, so this is something that, again, um, our idea is this is something that would be accessible uh, by subscribers. It's kind of like the the larger list. And, uh, you know, this is this is really, you know, as with most things in the office, uh, Chris Gessel, uh, our chief content officer, it's really his brainchild. Um, he kind of gets an idea. Uh, he'll kind of have Prabeen, uh, our programmer, do a lot of work. And I got to say, one of the great things about Prabeen is, you know, you often get these programmers that, you know, oh, yeah, you, you tell them what to do. And, you know, they're like a computer. You know, they're going to do exactly what you ask them yes, to. Yeah. And then, you know, you get it back and you're like, well, no, that's not what I wanted. You yeah. know, <laughs> but you said this. Well, yeah, but that's not what I meant. You know, <laughs> Prabeen loves stocks and he yeah. loves trading. And so um, he'll take he'll take something and then he'll say, yeah, but you know what? Then I was playing with it and I found out this, yeah. you know? And so then that that's where it gets exciting because, uh, and I mean, he's like, you know, sometimes he'll, <laughs> he wrote his own like charting programming language. So he could say, oh, you know, tell me this, you know, about the chart, you know, oh, type wow. thing. Yeah. So wow. um, it's really great having him, you know, having him around and, you know, he sits, he sits right behind me so we can just, you know, Hey, Prabine, you know, you know, ask him a question. Now, of course, Mike Webster is going to be heavily involved in this as well. And so we got that universe. Um, and one of the stocks that just came up, um, you know, in terms of, Hey, you know what, this is something that's actionable now mm -hmm. was UNH. So okay. we, we put now, that. Now let's, let's go back to the actionable though, mm -hmm. because our, our, for, for some of these longer term leaders, are, do you do you want to buy them as they're breaking out, or is they're coming out of a small consolidation, or as they're pulling back? Yeah, a lot of times the pullbacks are are where it's at, and just make sure I want to make sure everyone understands when I say pullback, I'm not talking about something like that's been you know driven into the dirt and yeah. is in a major downtrend. We're talking about here's a major uptrend, and this is just pulled back a little bit off the highs, yep. and 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 that's what we're looking at. Because again, with these slow, steady movers, those pullbacks um, over the long term can be opportunities. Uh, just just almost like with an ETF, you know, like with right. ETF, you know, we kind of change the way we handle those. And whereas buying on weakness is not our thing, with an ETF, that's something that you can do. So um, as long as pulling back to a key right. and moving as long support as area that's in an uptrend. Exactly. Yeah. So that support area within an uptrend is very important. And so that's what we were seeing with UNH. UNH really kind of uh, came back to its uh, its ten week moving average line, yep. and then today it reported earnings. Okay, okay. Yep. So now um, it 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 beat uh, on on estimates. Um, 
you know, for the year, mm-hmm. it was up, I think, $15.11 uh, EPS. Yes. Um, and that was versus raised guidance of $15. So they, they beat their raised guidance. Wow. Wow. Um, you know, of, of course, UNH managed care. This is something that's probably going to be uh, talked about quite a, a bit in this year. election yep. cycle. Um, and, you know, Medicare Advantage is something where, you know, they were seeing a lot of rising numbers there uh, as well as commercial. So, um, yeah, there's 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 a there's a growth story here still. You know, for as big as this company yep. is, there's still a growth story here. And here again, look at the stability of this. You so, know. so it's a, uh, earning stability of five. Yeah. So that's so that's, that's the five year insanely um, low. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's 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 amazing. And you know, I. In, in one of our other products, we also have the, the three-year stability. The mm-hmm. three-year stability is two. Wow. So it's gotten even more stable. Wow. Um, so yep. this is just something that has, and and again, the, the growth this last quarter, 19%. Yep. And you might say, oh, well, that's not, you know, that's not spectacular. But, right. you know, for a company this size, you know, it's got a market cap of $280 billion. That's right. billion with a B. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's still growing its earnings at, you know, Around twenty percent double digits, um, you know that's that's pretty good. Yeah, and and even if you're looking at it from a more or traditional kind of can slim mm-hmm. approach, uh, it it's getting into all time highs or or right near new all time highs. Uh, coming out of a it recently came out of a, a large consolidation, mm-hmm. and also you can there, there's a larger trading range that if you look back at the high of in December of 2018 at 287.94. Right. It's uh, tested that support too, yeah. and came back uh, and, and found support. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so there are a number of different ways to do this. But when you switch to the monthly, <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, and 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 granted, you know, I mean, you can certainly see that base on the monthly. Yeah, you know, that it, yeah. it it has consolidated for the last year. Right. But if this is something that's you know going to move out of this flat period now. Um, you know, it could it could go on a run. Yeah. You know, so that's something that could be you know could be very exciting to be a part of, and and so much so that we actually kind of put, not kind of, we put this on leaderboard as well. So this is something that can be played in a number of different ways. Yeah. You know. So I, I wouldn't necessarily use the adjective exciting for United Healthcare, <laughs> right. but it, it could over over for hey, a while. I'm excited about opportunities. <laughs> I mean, look, did you see the monthly chart? You know, <laughs> the monthly what's, chart what's not does, exciting it does about look that? Kinda, it, does, it does look exciting yeah. on the monthly um, chart. You yeah, it's got to kind of keep your uh, perspective right. uh, and, and your uh, expectations right sure. on this one. Yeah. Uh, so maybe use, use a smaller percentage for this or you put it in an account that you don't watch as much and right. just have some alerts on or, or uh, emergency stop, I guess, if it gets, you know, really. Uh, and, and you know, just as you say, with that smaller position size, yeah. I mean, the way that we're kind of approaching the performance of this list, because, again, we, we we made the decision of, OK, here's what's going to be on the list, um, December 31st, and we're, we're going forward from there. And so I, I threw out that performance number that's based on having 20 positions, Okay, so that means five percent. Okay. Yeah, and so um, yeah, so that that so is five, a yeah. bit smaller than you would normally see in our style of investing. Where yeah, it's an eight to ten stock portfolio. Size. Yeah, and I, I think and, and I think this is worth saying because we don't. I, I I feel like we don't say this enough. The reason why we have very very strict sell rules, mm-hmm. right? Why we cut our losses at seven eight percent, while we're taking a lot of gains at twenty percent, right? Is because we are trying to build into a twenty percent position. Yeah. yeah. Right. 
And and if you don't manage those well and you're not very tight with those, you can get yourself in a, a lot of mm-hmm. trouble. But if you get 20% on that 20% position, that's a 4% contribution yeah. to your portfolio. Mm-hmm. And versus and someone who, as it appreciates, yeah. it becomes an even larger weight in right. your portfolio. So too. that's our traditional way. Yeah. Now, if you're using 5%, right? So for this, then you can give it a little bit more time you want to use it a little bit uh, for a little bit less volatile stocks, and mm-hmm. keep in mind, you know, because these are less volatile, you know, you're not typically going to get, you know, like like how many stocks have you ever bought where it's 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 a it's a faster mover name, and you get seven to eight percent stop loss in the first day. Right. You're like, oh, right. you know, what yeah. what what happened? You yeah. know, I, these these aren't generally going to do that. You're not yeah. going to see those eight percent drops in a day. This is something. Again, it's going to wear you out because it's like, oh, it's just not going anywhere. And that's the nice thing also about the earnings stability. Uh, you know, obviously, anything can happen on earnings. Mm-hmm. But with these earnings stabilities, they're pretty they're pretty consistent at matching and meeting those expectations that the market's giving. Right. Right. And so that, that's how we're calculating that that rating. We're, we're, we're taking all the earnings. We're, we're putting a, a regression line through it and mm-hmm. saying, okay, how – how, How much does it vary those, right? from that yeah. regression? So, mm-hmm. so this doesn't vary that much from market ex- Wall Street expectations yeah. of, mm-hmm. of earnings. So it it doesn't. It's a little bit less. I guess a little bit less prone. I don't want to say you know mm-hmm. you're never going to get gapped down on these. Anything's possible, but mm-hmm. um, but these ones will be a little a uh, little less volatile. Yeah. Um, oh. Let's go ahead and move on to another yeah. stock. Let's uh, go to the next one. And, and I, I, this... I brought this one up, and I, I apparently it's one you're familiar with. Um, yep. I, I should disclose I own shares of this. But you, you, you haven't even told the stock yet. You, you have you have jumped <laughs> the gun. Justin. Well, I'm just saying before I say the name, <laughs> I'm disclosing uh, Massimo. And, and so it is Massimo ticker yeah. symbol M A S I, and uh, this is a medical uh, company, a medical product company, and a lot of medical product stocks have been doing quite well over the yeah. last couple of months. And so what uh, these guys are doing, and I've seen these machines in hospitals, and and that's kind of the fun thing about when when you learn about all these companies, when you're in different areas, like in the hospital, I'm like, oh, that's a Massimo instrument right there. Mm -hmm. So I'm like looking at it. So. So it, yeah, when you go to the hospital, what, what do they do? A lot of times they take that little clip and they put it on your finger now, right? right? Mm-hmm. They put a little clip on the and finger. It's got the and red it's, light. Yes, exactly. That's <laughs> the red light. It's measuring your pulse mm-hmm. and your blood oxygen mm-hmm. levels, right? Massimo makes that. Yeah. Right. So they they do that. They're measuring carbon monoxide levels in your blood. They're also they have other instruments measure your uh, carbon dioxide in 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 uh, how you're breathing. Right. So they're and getting in all fact, these vital. I think systems. there was a, a, a lawsuit coming up with Apple because Massimo was, you know, is accusing Apple of hey, you kind of took some of our technology that we were using with that light for your Apple Watch. And, you know, it, it was a little shady what you did. You know, yeah. you were treating us as a partner. And then you kind of said, oh, guess what? We solved this problem. You know, yeah. <laughs> so at least the way that I read it, you know, I haven't gotten into the details and I'm no lawyer. So, you yeah. know, please don't sue me for what I just said. <laughs> you know, like, um, uh, but, yeah, it's 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 very interesting, like, you know, uh, especially with all of these wearables and, you know, things like that that are kind of becoming popular. People are thinking more and more about their health yep. um, and how to monitor that health. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's why a lot of these medical equipment makers have been so interesting because people are really, you know, really interested in being very cognizant of where they, you know, where their metrics are. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and what, where where Massimo really came up on my radar was a, a few years ago, back in 2017, and uh, it, it 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 stopped acting like kind of like this 
slow moving potential long-term leader stock and it became a rocket ship mm-hmm. right and and, it, and, it, and i was like oh my god what is this stock mm-hmm. it, it just went on this monster run so that's how i learned about it so it's always kind of been in my on my radar uh and so i actually bought it as it broke out again and but i i i this is before i even knew about your project i was like oh let me just take a smaller position because this is this is traditionally just a little bit slower moon stock uh so you did it intuitively i know i know <laughs> it's, it's been kind of it's yeah. just kind of that once it's always been the it's always bothered me mm-hmm. these stocks that go at that 45 30 right. degree angle and i can never capitalize on them mm-hmm. right so and they're great companies a lot of these, these yeah. companies um and and so yeah so uh, so it, it broke out of a consolidation here. It's currently up four percent from the pivot, and just slowly, methodically moving up. Good and earnings. We just had a recent solid pullback earnings. to the ten week line. Yeah, recent pullback up from that, um, and you know it's just gotten back into new high territory from that. Yeah, yeah. So just just a slow methodical mover. They're doing some great things in the medical industry. Take a look at it on a monthly chart, though. Mm-hmm. Right, all of a sudden you're like, what is this? Uh, yeah. A great growth stock, it is. Yeah, it mm-hmm. just moves at a different and, pace. And you know the earnings, no slouch. I mean, the the three year, um, five year earnings uh, is you know twenty twenty one percent stability, way low four six. You know composite rating of ninety nine. This is this is no slouch in the fundamental department. Yeah, um, and you know it, it does have a lot of that strength. Um, the estimates going forward, you know. 19 percent for 2019 12 percent for 2020 so no slouch there and earning stability of a six yeah yeah mm-hmm. so Phenomenal. so the, that that's that's the and the we haven't talked here. about it too much but cash you know just just yeah. to kind of throw out some numbers because I, I I mentioned it so the last cash flow numbers uh, cash flow per share was three dollars and 19 cents versus earnings per share of two dollars and 67 okay so wow. it's, it's it's kind of that that's something that you'll see over and over where it's just like, oh, wow, the cash flow per share is, you know, pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, that that's really interesting because I've never really paid attention mm-hmm. or compared those two numbers before. And that's interesting that Bill. Yeah, it was, was it was something that. that he told me about like in 2000. And, you know, so, again, we were making this part of that initial um, IBD 50, you know, kind of mock up that Charles Harris and I were doing. Yeah, um, it we kind of scrapped it at the time because in 2001. You know, he was looking at the stocks we were coming up with, and he's like, "These are kind of junk." And it's like, <laughs> "Yeah, but we're in this big bear market. You know, it's it's this is the best of what's out there." Right. You know, right. and you know, I remember he was saying like, "I'm at a Hess." Like, really? <laughs> You're going to say that this is one of the best? You know, hundred companies out there in the in America. You know? Right. Um. So you know, but but that 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 component is it's it's just one extra thing. You know, one one extra check mark right. to kind of say, "Hey, there's something special going on here." Let's go to the third stock and this is Paycom, mm-hmm. P A Y C. And so I do own shares of this one too. So I have two out of three okay, lo- long-term mm-hmm. leader stocks. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a cla- this is how I usually handle long-term leader stocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, back last year when Paycom, Paycom had a breakaway gap last year at the beginning at they reported earnings on, in, in February of 2019, they had a breakaway gap out of a cup. I bought it at that point, uh, and it bored me out. <laughs> in like four or five weeks, I was like, this is going nowhere. Yeah. Right? And and then, then of course, once I got out, then it just started it just that 30. Yeah, going. just 30, 30. And I, was, I felt like an idiot yeah. a- afterwards. Uh, and sometimes you have to do that because my other stocks were doing better. So it was at the bottom of my list. And so I, I got out of it to free up money to put in other stocks. So. But it has bothered me 
that you know this is a great company they they're doing a lot of innovative things in the hr mm-hmm. space and and so just like a lot of other cloud stocks now these guys they've created some great software to help the hr world right and all in the cloud yeah uh, and it, it, i'm glad that you said software cloud software computer software was so strong at the beginning but then it looked so bad yeah oh you know like in September, in, in September, there was this massive, like, I can't remember if it was like September 9th, September 10th, around there, where the, it just seemed like this massive shift where our stuff was getting hammered. You yes. know, like, you know, the IBD 50 was down like, you know, 2%, and the indexes were like flat, you know, and it was just like, it just looked like this massive rotation yep. where growth was, you know, seeming like it was falling out of favor, yeah. value seemed like it was outperforming, and it was yeah. it was just like what's what's going on here? It was yeah. it was it was much more dramatic than I remember seeing yeah. uh, in a very long time, and it was kind of like the final shakeout. Yeah, exactly. And you'll notice that if you look at a weekly chart on Paycom, uh, that it really held that forty-week moving average yes. line. Yes, yeah. and that forty-week moving average line also. Is is rising at a, yeah. a pretty sharp angle. Yeah, yeah, which, which is pretty impressive. So the forty week caught up to it as Paycom mm-hmm. was starting to sell off with a lot of these other growth stocks, and then it just caught it, right? Yeah. Caught, caught it and then gave it support, and now it's kind of. And this is away. another one: no slouch in the earnings department. Composite yeah. rating of ninety nine. Um, the stability, you know, it, it's it's five year is is twenty four, so it's it's a little bit higher there, but it's yeah. three year is eleven. So wow. okay. really, so it's really coming down in terms of its earnings because it's a pretty new company. I mean, it's a, a 2014, so this mm-hmm. is kind of a little unusual, right? For, for or at least it's a software stock. A 2014, you would think it'd be a higher stability than this. Uh, another thing that's kind of interesting, if you look on a weekly chart for Paycom, uh, if you compare the 10-week line, the red line versus the black line, which is the 40-week line. That ten week line never crossed below the forty week line. Yeah. So a lot of people talk about the the death cross. Yeah. Right? And and you know we, we of course don't use that as a sell signal ourselves right. because we just find that it's, it's just late, too much know? of a lag. Yeah. But um. But yeah. Yeah. That that's a very good point. And, and that's very unusual. And, and most stocks I've seen doesn't matter how great they are, you're going to get a point where the ten week crosses below, then it builds a big base right. and recovers. This one never crossed below, or, or that that I can see on this chart right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that part is pretty remarkable. So this is growing a little bit faster pace than some of those other long-term leading stocks, but uh, act, acting quite well. And, so. and as much as that uh, you know drop was pretty severe in that rotation, yeah. um, the base was only twenty-seven percent deep. So uh, well within you know, normal range. Yeah, well within normal range. Um, and again, the 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 estimates going forward twenty-eight percent. This has a three-year growth rate of sixty-two percent. Um, Estimate, you know, the next year, 2020, 25 percent, you know, on on MarketSmith, you can see these arrows showing that they're raising the estimates. Right. So there's a lot of, you know, positive things going on. Perfect. So there are a few stocks there that are worth considering for your watch list. Thanks, Justin, for joining us today. Yeah. And definitely keep your eyes out for that, that, uh, you know, new feature that will be coming out in the next couple of weeks. That's it for this week on Investing with IBD. Next week, we are going to have Ian Formigal. He's the Vice President of Investments at CrowdStreet. And we're going to talk about how technology is starting to change the real estate world and is giving more access to commercial real estate investment opportunities. So that's it. I'm Arusha Paris, and thanks for listening. <music>